This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello everybody. This is Straight from the Net and I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. And we are coming to you from the 302. As always, we love Delaware. We're trying to represent... Represent. <laughs> okay, that really sounded like slower Delaware. Represent. We're going to just represent all the way down here. What did you do this weekend, Danielle? Actually, I really relaxed all weekend. I wrote a little bit more. That's I'm, I'm doing that book, you know, that's like loosely based on us doing like weird shit. So I wrote a little bit in that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Danielle is a published author. So if you happen to be on Amazon, <laughs> oh my God. look up, what's, what's your pen name, Amelia Blake? No, Amelia Branch. Amelia Branch. And I think there's, what, three of them? Two. There's two of them. I know, I gotta get back to it, but then you know how life gets in the way and all the stuff. If you love us now, you'll love her books. I know, well, I'm really excited about the book I'm doing, you know, loosely based on us, so I'm kind of hoping to see how that goes. So I work on that a little bit. Don't give anything away. I'm not, not yet. Until the video unveiling when it's finally finished. I know. Our 15 followers. Oh, (laughs) I know, wait. So that's the big news. Of week 11, which is what we're in right now, is that we actually now, <laughs> we started with 13, and baby Jesus gave us 15. <laughs> 15 followers, people. And what we're did Jamie so say? I know, we're so famous. I said, if we get 15 followers, I would play the lottery. But I think I said, like, it would take us, like, 100 years to get 15 <laughs> followers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had, a, I didn't have faith. Well, joke's on you. We had 15 followers by, like, the next day. We had 15 followers, like, that night you texted me. <laughs> and and I was like, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, we had 15 followers. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, do we really? And I'm like, we do. Let me we see ta- if I can find it. I was talking it. about the podcast last night at this wedding. By the way, um, congratulations to Megan and Mike. If you guys listen, I doubt you fucking do. But just in case one day you decide to listen, congratulations. It was beautiful. Oh, my God, we have 16. Shit, we have 16 followers. Was it one of them Megan and Mike? <laughs> now, let me see. So, Ruby Wark. I don't Hello. know who that is. Well, she's new. Tyree Stanley. Hello. I don't know him either, but he's sexy. And look at his little pout face. Hi, Tyrese. So, now we have... <laughs> so, now we have 16. What We are know? national treasures. So, how many of those people <laughs> do you not know? I, I don't know. Ruby, Tyrese, Irma. We know Margaret. Margaret. Helen Carpenter, and then all these little things right here. I don't know what that is. It's just a whole bunch of letters and numbers. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Let me see if it says anything on their profile. Oh, you, it, it doesn't it, actually say they're anything. They're standing with PETA, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you want to be a PETA guy, you can be a PETA guy. But you know what? That might have been when I joined the podcast page. Somebody might have followed us. I mean, maybe, yeah. But, I mean, they're doing it. So, they're sexy, and all of them. They're B-Boy like, Marvelous. They're what? Mar- that's what it says. It says, B-Boy Marvelous, Hot Air Balloon, Owl City. Like, that's what's on their page. I don't know. But, so, I don't know those people, the rest of the people I know. But, hi, Ruby. Hi, Tyrese. Thank you so much for joining. Hi. If you don't really listen what's to us, it's one? fine. We just Something are so excited. Hot <laughs> hi, Hot Balloon Pita Guys. Yeah, Pita Guys. And, who is that in the, is that my kid? In the- that's your kid. Oh, my kid's got this horrible Snapchat filter puppy thing going on. That's an old, old, old picture she of her, though. She was 12. Yeah, that's an old picture of her. 
And then, of course, you know, we have, like, you know, our friends that we actually do know that are, you know, trying to give us support. But, I mean, look at us. We are well on our way to becoming national treasure people. Oh, my God. People. We're going to have 20 now, next week. Yeah. I know it. So, yesterday, <laughs> 20 I'm, and famous. So, like, yesterday, <laughs> I was sitting in the gazebo, and I was talking to Kim from OTR. Yeah. And I was telling everybody about my podcast. I was telling Jen Comic. Uh, I shouldn't say her last name. I was telling Jen. Too late now, huh? <laughs> Jen, I call her Jen.com. Jen.com, right. I was telling Jen.com that um, we do this podcast, and she was like, well, I was thinking about listening, and blah, 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 and Michelle, who is a follower, actually hasn't listened yet. She's just a follower. Right. And she was like, what exactly is it about? And Kim says, it's delightful. Oh, my gosh, Kim and listens? I said, oh, my God, you listen? And she's like, yeah. I was like, Kim, do you listen? And she's like, yeah. And I said, Kim. Do you really listen? And she was like, no. Aww. But I was like, fuck you. We're trying to be slick and acting all supportive when you're actually just like, I'm going to be supportive to get, like, I'm going to be like, yay, it's great because you're my friend, but you're never going to actually listen to it. I was like, which I think is bullshit because we're fucking hysterical. We really are. Like, the people that do listen to, like, you guys are nuts. Like, I mean, if my 70-something-year-old boss can listen and laughs his ass off, then so can everyone else. You know what, though? I got to bring up because I'm a little salty. What? I'm a little, little salty. With me? No. Oh. God, no. Not with you. No. <laughs> God. Even if I was, I wouldn't do it on the podcast. But, um, no, I just, I find it interesting that, like, like, we have, like, I have, like, 400 and some friends or whatever it is. Right. And I have, I mean, I have, like, 400 and some friends. Yeah. All these friends or whatever. And I'll post a picture of, like, my son doing something stupid. Like, for instance, the other day, he got a hold of the, the, the long-ass box. And that was he, hysterical. And he literally cut holes out of it, and he, like, started walking around in it. And he said, I guess there was something YouTube-ish that they were doing. I don't know. They do something like that. And I was like, it was fucking creepy. I mean, to me, like, it was pretty creepy, but he was having a blast with it and laughing. And, like, 70,000 people think it's hilarious. I'm like, 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 like. But, man, we'll put up something about our podcast, and it's fucking crickets. It is crickets. Why is that, people? I don't know. It's like you and, can't and, even and just be like, hey, good for you guys. listening because we only have, like, 15 people listening. Well, 14 because Michelle hasn't technically listened yet. We have, like, really great, like, we have really great listens, though. We have, like, quite a few people that actually do listen to it. Like, right, they're week. just not following us on our... Yeah. And maybe not following, but I'm just thinking, you know what I mean? Like, it's like something, it's like I'm not asking you for fucking money. You know what I mean? Like, right. you put up our podcast, and it's like, oh, no, we don't want to do that. She might be asking us for money. No, the fuck I'm not. I'm not running an MLM. I ain't going to make you come to some party or anything. But, you know, you can always just, like, support your girl and be like, good for you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you're doing something fun. It makes you right. happy. Like, I have a friend who does a podcast. His name is Sean Lafferty, and he mm-hmm. does, um, shoot, what's it called? It's something about being sober. Uh, right. Something and, sh- and mostly sober. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I listened to it, and I can't. Remember what the hell it's called? I haven't listened to it in a couple weeks. It's it's on the tip of my tongue, but I listen to his podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I listen because I know his wife and things yeah. like that. And when Mel's on, it's funny because oh, she's yeah. a fucking trip anyway. Um, but it's about recovery, right? So it's not like it's not like something people would listen to just to listen to. Like I listen to it because I have a nephew in recovery. Right. You know, and it's good to hear other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Because it's good to know that you're not alone. Yeah. But in today's society, they should have a lot more listeners because everybody knows somebody addicted to heroin. Oh, my God, I know. Isn't it so sad? So, um, it's a great podcast, and I listen to it, but I don't think he listens to mine. No, probably not. I don't think he listens to my podcast. 
So mm. I'm like, why am I listening to his if he's not going to pay me back and listen to mine? I know, it starts and to make Kira you feel says, a little petty, right? Kira says, I really liked episode one, but episode two I couldn't get past Danielle's vagina tower. And I was <laughs> like, bitch, just skip to three. <laughs> Once you push play, it registers as a listen anyway. Like, what? Well, I just feel like, you know, there's there's like quite a few women that, you know, go through the whole menopausal rage. I mean, it's really right. it's really and, fucked up and, and it affects I, people's lives in a really bad way. I so, of course I'm going to talk about it. I absolutely agree with you. And I think, what is it, CPOS? PCOS. PCOS is also a very common. I didn't know that my cousin Rachel suffered from it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure my niece does, too. Brittany. Yeah, it's rough. It's so rough, depending on like, what you're going through. that's I thought it was. Well, I mean, some women really, you know, they can't even have babies. Like, I don't have the same type. I think there's, like, a type 1 and 2. Mine's, like, chemical. Like, I don't actually have, like, them all over my yeah, ovaries my and stuff. Yeah, my cousin Rachel is the type that can't. Yeah, and that they don't have babies. And, like, thankfully, I don't have that. Mine is more of, like, a hormonal sort of diagnosis or whatever. But, I mean, there's but so she, many women out there that suffer. My cousin Rachel is raising her nephew because, once again, her father is an addict. Yeah. His father. Right. And she's doing a fucking hell of a job. She really does do a and great you know job. What? She's just a good person in general. She, so is Aunt Terry. She fucking We're rocks good people. my socks. My cousin Rachel is the bomb dig. You hear that, Rachel? And Rachel does listen. Oh, hi, Rachel. Hi, Look at me. I was already talking good things about you. So next time I see you, you can be like, you talk nice things about me. Yes, I did. But my cousin, <laughs> my cousin Rachel kicks ass. And you know what? She might not be biological, but she's an excellent fucking mother. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't. It's just, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I'm like... You'll put, you'll put up, like, hey, you know, episode whatever's out, and it's, like, one, two people might be like, hey, good for her. You know, otherwise, we're like, oh, my God, it must be, like, she's selling sex toys, and she wants me to have an in-home party. No, I don't. I don't. But you could still, like, just be nice. Like, I'm one of those people that no, I show up all the time. I always want to say nice things. if we wanted to have an indoor party, we'd go live, like everybody else says. <laughs> there's no lie, seven paparazzi fucking videos going live every minute on my feed. Oh my god, I know, right? Well, eventually it would be kind of fun for us to do our podcast on live feed. That will really piss those people off. I, I actually <laughs> think that we should do, like, when we're recording, we should actually do the um the YouTube thing. Oh, so now you're ready so to do it? So now I'm ready when I, now that I see how thin my face is. <laughs> now your face is thinning out? By the way, um, I looked at, fucking to die for at this wedding, and I'll post a picture on the page for you guys to see. I know. I'm fucking sexy right now. I can't even, I can't. I can't lie about it. I'm feeling myself at the moment. <laughs> I'm feeling myself. <laughs> Which is odd because usually I don't feel myself. But right now I look damn fucking good. <laughs> Carry on and it's with your onward. Day. Yeah, it's upward and onward. Soon, big boy. Soon. Only sluttier and sluttier things for you from here on out. Right. I pulled up the hacks for the hacks for an <laughs> application. And I started filling it out and I was like, no girl, just she wait it did out the and fuck go to not. the club. She lies so hard. Oh my god! Paco, On my you, life, you I would never. I don't have a car right now. I'm like, Paco, can you take me to work? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> you're talking about um, <laughs> talking about your cousin and raising um her nephew, like you know her own or whatever. And I mean, I know it's like a terrible segue, but all the kids that you know have gone back to school. We're a couple weeks into going back to school now. And it's so funny, like, people will post up the craziest shit about their kid, and you know, like, in person, they're kind of an asshole. Like, their kids have zero fucking home training, and they get away, and they do whatever they want, and they're just little fucking nightmares. Right, and then they're like, oh, little boo-boo here, it's her second day of third grade, isn't she so cute? <laughs> I know, and, and like, the little she's boy. she's holding, like, a gun behind her back. <laughs> 
like you're like, oh my god, this child is gonna be like climbing the walls and act crazy. Um, but it's just, it, it's not everybody. I mean, every child's precious. Don't get me wrong or whatever. But um, no, somebody not posted, every child is precious. Some child children are fucking dicks. Okay, well, some children are little dicks because their parents don't give them no fucking home training. But somebody had posted a meme. <laughs> <laughs> this this woman Faith that I'm friends with on Facebook posted it. It says moms be like dropping my angel off at school, and it's like fucking Chucky, like riding shotgun with. <laughs> and I thought about that. I'm like, there's like two or three people that I know in real life whose kids are real fucking assholes. And I mean, we're not like close, close, but I mean, I know them in real life. I mean, I've seen them around, and like their kids are the epitome of dropping Chucky off the school, and I fucking feel bad for that school. Have you ever just looked at a kid and be like, yeah, he's a serial killer? Like, like, well, yeah, you know. Like, sometimes I want to ask some parents, did your kids have a <laughs> head injury? Did they kill small animals from and, a young age? Well, they're still young. Usually they don't yeah. start killing animals until, like, teenagers. Teenagers? Okay. So, but, like, has your kid had a <laughs> head injury and is he wetting the bed into a late age? Please <laughs> inform me because um, you may be raising the next Ted Bundy. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. Well, when I was younger, okay, I had this, well, I don't know if, I don't know if I want to call him a friend. He was kind of a friend. His name was Donald. I can't Barber? remember his last name. Was it Donald Barber? Yes, yes Donald Barber. Yes, because he lived down the road from yes, us. Okay. Yes, he was so cute. Yes. Well, he was like my little friend. Well, his mother was the epitome of my kid does nothing wrong. That could, <gasps> oh, could have stabbed did. me in the face with a fucking hacksaw she or whatever. She's like, he didn't do it. She didn't do it. You put that in your own head. I remember we were sitting. But my my daughter's dead, and his hand, fingerprints were all over the blade. We no, like, it wasn't my son. You must have been we like there. We were seven years old, and I, you weren't home, and I was hanging out with him, and we were underneath of his deck, and we were just playing cars. Yeah. But we were under, under the, deck, the deck. We were under the deck at his house, and she thought that it was just like we were doing bad things. So she sent me home, and oh my god! Like I was so devastated. I was like, I don't understand. We were just well, your mom didn't like me when I was little either. She made me no. not play with you no more. My and then Carrie came you. out and told me to leave. No, my mom liked you. No, she didn't. She told me I had to go home. I was a bad child. I'm like, was I? I didn't think I was a bad child. I might have been a little hyper. But I wasn't bad. I don't think that was my mother. It might have been my grandmother. I'm pretty sure it was your mom. No, my mom was too high on drugs to care. No, we were little then. Your mom wasn't yeah, on drugs she then. she was still on drugs. She was? When yeah. we were like seven and eight years old? Yeah, well, my mom was seven or eight. This is awful because I'm about to, my mom's probably going to listen to this. <laughs> But when we oh, were younger, God. apparently, and my mother told me this, she would get up in the morning, do a line of crank. What? Clean the whole house, do whatever she needed to do, cook dinner, all that. By 8 o'clock, she was ready for bed. Next morning, wake up, do it all over again. My mother had a problem. So, no shit. But she, she was like Mary fucking Poppins, huh? Clean the whole house. Right. Dinner was, house was done. Was kids clean. were at school. Right. So, we God. We always clean. My dad was well, crank drunk. in the 80s. There you go. My dad was always drunk. It was like a typical <laughs> 80s home. <laughs> In the Brookmont, I know. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is so fucking funny. But I just remember that. I remember your mom being like something about like you guys can't play anymore or whatever. Or she didn't like me. And I remember Carrie being like, You gotta go, you gotta leave, or whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, Carrie's always been a bitch. <laughs> I was like, She made you leave. Like I was like so devastated. But yeah, Donald Barber's mom was like that. And there's yeah. so many of them like that. And I'm like, oh my god. And I look at Beth because now we're like old. I mean, now we're not old, old, but you know, you know, my other bestie Beth, she just, she had a little boy, and I'm like, I hope you're not going to be like that with 
your son. Like, I hope to God she's not going to be like, little Bill can't do anything wrong. No, he just right. stabbed a baby animal. Right. I don't think I, he would. I, He's I, the I sweetest like kid. Like, when Katie fucked up, I own that shit. I'm like... Because we were younger. It's like now, like, when we get older now, like, now to be in our 40s with money, like, now we have jobs. We have money. We have homes. We're like, you know what I mean? We've already done all that... It's really like grandmoms acting like moms. I always wonder like how that's going to be because we didn't have a whole lot when we were younger having babies. When we were in our early 20s and we started having yeah. babies, we didn't have a lot. So we would smack the fuck out of our kids and give them really good home training. But then when you get older and you've got all this life experience and now you got money and you can do all these nice things with your kids and put them in private school and all that shit. It's like, do we then become the parents that are like, my kid never did anything wrong? No. I mean, no, I hope because not. to this day, I will call Katie out on her bullshit and she knows it. Yeah. She knows it. Like But what if you had to start all over with like a brand like, new little little a little, brand new little seed? Oh. You had to start all over. What would you be like now? Girl, yesterday there Katie's was this, twenty, almost twenty. Yesterday there was this baby at the wedding and she was the cutest thing. And Kira said, Oh, look at the baby and I looked over and I was like, Oh my god, look at her little face and Papa said, Don't do it. <laughs> don't you touch that baby. And I was like, What? Back up. He was like, Don't do it. Don't be like, Oh, I want a baby. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me please hold your baby. So, I'll give the baby back at the end. So, no, no. I, I don't think it would change. I think I would. That's why I think I would. I would be an asshole. I think Paco... Because I would, like, go back and do all the things that I didn't do or couldn't do. You know what I mean? Paco I'd be making gives, up for shit. Paco gives into his son a lot on yeah. things. But when it comes to important things like like home training, yeah, Paco is, like, about that shit. He's yeah. like, no, this is not going to happen. Like, straighten your shit up. Right. But, like, he's a little slow. Like, he he bats his eyes at his little auntie, and he gets, like, $140 sneakers. Like, but when it comes to morals and things that are important, right? they have a very strong value. Right. And he's being brought up with a very strong value system. Right. At least from Paco's side. I don't know so much about, you know, his, his mother's side. I don't really know her. Right. But... Paco does give in to things like when when Devin throws a little fit, but I think it's because, you know, he's a product of separated parents. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, we all like to g- give in. And when you're able to give in to your kids when they really want something, you tend to. And it's kind of nice to be able to do that. And it it, that's why it's dangerous. It's like now that I make good money, you know, I'm, I'm fairly into my career, that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, well, we, we, what do you want? And I'm like, and every once in a while, I'll go back and I'll be thinking, Donald Barber's mom. <laughs> Donald Barber's mom. You know what I mean? She probably quit saying it's cool government, but like, we're, it's already too late now. Like, it's way, I know. Like, I don't know, happens, like, middle name. If she happens to listen to it, like, she got remarried and now she's Margaret Crawford. <laughs> we're we're going to definitely lose a follower. But she was like that. I can't remember what that happened, but it was something that happened in school, and I forget what it was, and she denied that that ever happened, and he, like, lied his little ass off about it, and she totally believed it, hook, line, and sinker, and I'm like, Oh, my God. And it was basically like, yeah, the fingerprints were on the blade, motherfucker. He did it. And she was like, never happened. But I just thought about that. I feel really bad for some of these teachers. You know what I mean? It's like teach, schools are underfunded as it is. Teachers aren't paid what they should. Teachers they, are all the, underappreciated. Underappreciated. Underpaid. underpaid. Yeah. And then these people are bitching because they've got to send, like, they got to send, like, baggies and tissues and stuff into the school. Well... There's not room in the budget for it, and now, like, you have to, because otherwise, the teacher has to buy all that stuff. And I have to admit, I'm one of the people that, like, when I would get the um the, the list from school, I'd be like, damn, I gotta go get a part-time job on the pole, 
Because how the fuck Girl, am I going to get all this shit? I was doing it on a freaking bartender salary. Yeah, it's like, it well, I wasn't me, making much money then either. It would either. take me four weeks to get all of Katie's school stuff. I know. And Not like, to mention clothes. I would I would get her a new pair right. of shoes. I could get her one new outfit and possibly a new pair of shoes if I could afford it. Right. But thank God Katie's birthday fell in October. Right. So I was like, all right, everybody got to get this bitch clothes for her birthday. Right, because she's going <laughs> to need it. Yeah. I know, I'm like, and it's like, I kind of feel bad about now, and, and Jonathan's actually in high school now, and he loves his teachers. Like, all his teachers are so good. I'm like, I'm so fucking lucky. You know what I mean? That, like, my kids, like, you know, actually do fairly well in school, and we've only had minor issues here and there with teachers, but. I'm shocked that Katie did lucky. as well in school as she did, because she is a product She's of delightful. Me, me and Kevin, and she just fucking rocked school like it was her job. Well, it was I know, she job. did a really good job. But she did really well in school, and now she, oh, Podcast world. Oh, podcast world. Let me tell you about my daughter's newest decision. <laughs> we got to tell them what she wanted to do versus where she's going. So I spent Katie's high school years pushing her into the STEM program, making sure that she, you know, made the grade. That the poor girl in her 11th grade year had like four different maths. She was killing it. We get graduate high school. She goes to Goldie Beacom for a year. Besides that, Goldie Beacom is a little too much because she doesn't have a car, and I'm working and da da da. So she's going to switch to University of Wilmington because our Wilmington University. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it University of Wilmington or Wilmington, Wilmington University? Wilmington University. So she's decided that they had online classes and she would take them instead. She did really well with those. Yeah, they're great. Then she got engaged. We all know Jamie's daughter's engaged. We've talked about it before. So I told this boy that he's not she has allowed, so much disdain on her face. And Katie, that he's they're not allowed to get married till she has a degree. I did not specify what degree. My daughter went to two years of college for criminal justice. She wanted to be a ballistic analyst. Like some CSI fucking cool ass shit. Which is super cool. Which is so cool. It is. Until the other day when my daughter looked at me and said, <laughs> Mom, I think I want to do hair. And, and makeup. makeup. And nails. Look, I'm not down in the hair industry. I'm not. I think that people <coughs> who do hair, they stand up all day. They, they're they on their feet. They're working with their hands. They have a very strenuous job. It's hard on their bodies. It's definitely mm-hmm. physical labor. And I respect them because they make me beautiful. Mm-hmm. But most of the hairdressers I know have to have a second job or they are now doing hairdressing on the side. Right. It is possible to make really great money mm-hmm. doing hair, but it's it's not it's not what we had in mind. Sure, so try. it's hard to go because it's like a hundred eighty right. degree turn. Like and she went from will, one to the next. I will be completely proud of her when she graduates from hair school. Of course, <clears throat> and I will support her in anything she does because that's my daughter and that's what you're supposed to do. Of course, but I did tell her that she needs to continue online classes for early childhood development because she's already got all the certifications for the daycare. Right. That way she has something to fall back on if it just doesn't work out. Yeah, of course. So now sense. Katie wants to do hair. Thanks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the segue. How about if we just move on to something completely different now? Because we are famous for our well, not-so-famous segues. how do you have babies? You have to have sex. Danielle, go. <laughs> go have sex and have a baby? No. <laughs> Do I have anything about babies? No, but you have something about sex. I do? In, Hold on. In France. 
Oh, you're right. Thank you. I forgot because it was something that I saved. I had it's in my saves on Facebook. We're okay. doing so well at this. Oh my god, I I need to get my fucking shit together. You know what it is? I ended up kind of lazying around writing and dicking around all weekend because I could, and it's like been the first time I've been able to do that in so long. That now I'm like a lazy fucking cow and I don't do anything at all. Have you ever done that where you laid around like all weekend long and then you like have no motivation and you're kind of a little depressed because you've done nothing? I've done things all this weekend. I know usually, what I'm saying. Have you ever got like that before? my weekends are laying around all yeah. weekend because Paco's always got something to do. But this weekend was busy. Well, in this case, it was from the New York Times and it was posted on September the 12th. And it was a French worker died after sex on a business trip. His company is liable. So the gist of this whole thing, because not everybody can get the New York Times, and actually I think it's kind of doing one of those things with the Delaware Online where it's going to let me have so many, <clears throat> and then it wants me to pay, and I ain't going to pay. I ain't going to. We're not going to. We ain't going to pay for shit. they re-up it. Yeah, we ain't doing nothing. So in London, a court in France has ruled that a man who died from a heart attack after having sex during a business trip had suffered a work-related accident, and that his employer was liable. And the man has only been identified as Xavier, who traveled in 2013 to a central place in France as a security technician for the rail engineering company TSO. After work one night, he had sex with a woman at her house before returning to his hotel. He later died from a heart attack, said to have been linked to the encounter. Wow. I know. So the court in Paris said the law protected employees engaged in everyday activities for the entirety of any such trip unless they interrupted planned business activities. It heard from the insurance fund that sex was part of everyday life. It heard. It heard. What, what else would it be? Sex is part of everyday life. Especially <clears> in <throat> Europe. Cause it's, you can just but talk. they compared it to like having a shower or a meal and that the employee, therefore, was covered by work-related really? protections while on the trip. First of all, really? the man had an affair, actually, is what they, they read. It goes yeah, a little bit she, further down. She, he's dead, and now his wife's going to get the payout. So good for her for taking this shit to court. I just thought, I'm like, how shitty is that, though? So he goes on a business trip. Because they're in France. Hello. <laughs> I know, this Suck is awful. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I get, oh, that's like all I got. That's so sad. That's all I got. Here's some like, wine and some cheese. I know. So he goes, has an affair. And a statue. I, go, I know, right? Has an affair. Comes back to his thing. Karma gets him immediately. He has a heart attack. And then they're like, but it's a work-related injury. Right, which in, turn, which in turn gives his wife the settlement for that. I mean, yeah, Avi. I mean, I'm glad and for that. she's going to be pretty well off, so joke's on them, really. Joke's on <laughs> them. <laughs> well, she gets 40% of the deceased annual income. And in addition, the insurance pays for a share of the funeral cost, and the partner can be eligible for a one-time payout of about $3,800. So, I mean... It, that doesn't really... I mean, it helps her... I mean, it is. It is very helpful. I just thought it was just very interesting that they established that he can go out and do that. Um, and then... You know what I mean? Like, that has nothing to do with his job. That's fucking nuts. It's not even like... He said every day is like having... Every day is like having a meal or having a shower. Like, I'm not like, hey, babe, I just had breakfast. Let's go upstairs and get nasty. <laughs> Nasty. Let's get real dirty, and then I'm this is part of everyday life. Fix you lunch. Yeah, like no, it's not part of everyday life. <laughs> like it might be when you're like 22 and just starting out in a relationship, but I mean, we've been together for three years. I'm not fucking every day. I'm tired. <laughs> my I'm love tired. Works. My love is always working. <laughs> He's always got something to do. He is tired. 
happening every day. It's <laughs> oh not like God. a shower or a meal. It's like a holiday. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. It's like, and every once in a while. And they're too. big on holiday over they there. Are. So speaking of sex. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of sex. Um, so I love Florida. It never disappoints. Oh, God, it doesn't. So this is from Hustlers, so I don't even know if it's real. I don't know that it is real. H-U-Z-L-E-R-S. It might be a satire. I kind of feel like it might be the name of it. But it made me giggle, so I'm going to read this article anyway. And we did find it on the web. (laughs) So. And it says straight from the net. Right. So Florida (laughs) man is arrested for tranquilizing and raping alligators in the Everglades. Oh, dear God. Ah. A Florida man has has been arrested after authorities report he was tranquilizing alligators in the Everglades and then raping them. 57-year-old Sean Killums. His name is not Sean Killums. Look at his face. Look at his face. Like, this is, this can't be right. I'm going to post this article. He looks fucking psycho. Right. You got to post it when we post this. So, he was found by Florida authorities in the act of engaging in sexual intercourse with a tranquilized alligator Sunday afternoon. Authorities say they tased Sean as he was not following police orders. Police say Sean was also high on crystal meth. Ha! Ah! Fucking meth heads. So how did he get tranquilizers then? I don't know. He was probably giving them, well, no, if he was giving them meth, those alligators would have eaten him alive. <laughs> um, police later found dozens of tranquilizers and firearms near where the police arrested Sean. According to the police, Sean kept claiming he was possessed by the late Stephen Irwin. That's not true. <laughs> An Australian TV personality who is known simply as the Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> I don't think Steve Irwin, if he possessed you, would want you to rape them. He would be like, get out there and hog on. <laughs> Alligators. Australian for dogs. <laughs> Florida authorities say that they will do better to protect the Everglades wildlife to arrest more Florida men with the apparent tendency to create disturbing news headlines. That cannot be right. I fucking love Florida. I hope it's true. I hope it's true. No. I I mean, I'm sorry. He's cranked up on meth, but he's... If it's not whoever wrote this, and they don't even have, like, who wrote the article or anything. So it's probably not true. But here's the thing. To whoever came up with this, good for you, whoever wrote that article, because it made me laugh. And whoever was like, let's make him possessed by Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> Made my day. A happy oh my day. God. Thank you, Florida. Well, you know, I'm, I almost forgot. Like, I had this other thing about kids. So now I gotta, like, go back to about, about the kids or whatever. But, like, there's Dr. Phil had on um, the woman. Like, God, I'm trying to, how do I break this down? All right. So this woman had, like, a semi-out-of-control daughter. She's 16 years old, and come to find out, she had a 20-year-old boyfriend. Well, she wanted that, you know, put to an end. I mean, she is, like, on top of this girl. But she's all, like, mouthy. So I'm like, "Mm, I can kind of relate to you. I'm mouthy, too. Like, I'm fucking psycho. I told my boys, if you ever, ever try to hit me, I would climb up your back like a spider monkey and scratch your fucking eyes out. Because I am not, I'm fucking crazy. Don't fuck with me. Like, I told my boys that a long time ago. Like, if you feel froggy, don't fucking leap. Because it'll be the last fucking leap you ever did in your life. <laughs> so, this woman is kind of the same way. But she's got this daughter. And it's different. I know diff- it's so different. I have two boys. I got very lucky. I know for me, I don't know if this would have worked. Because I was an out-of-control, high-willed, high-spirited, is what we're going to call it. I was kind of a cunt back then. But 
teenager. Well, this mom ends up, I guess she ends up talking to her friends and is saying, like, if oh, she's yeah, going to start she, making. She Snapchat everybody. She read everybody. But the backstory was that she talked to them all first. Like, these are her friends. She was grounded. Because she had done something else. She was grounded. So all the friends were like, can you please let her friend? We miss our friend. We want our friend back. And mom was like, okay, but if she starts doing fucked up shit, I'm going to hold all you guys accountable too. Like, you all got to watch out for each other. You all need to act right. You know, you all need to act like you got home training. So if she starts fucking acting up and I find out that you know about it, I'm coming after all of you, including your parents, if I take this girl off. So what she do? Takes her off, being grounded. Happens to get up in the middle of the night for whatever reason and hears talking. And she's like, what the fuck? And finds the 20-year-old in the closet. Right, and she's like 16. Yeah, she's 16, finds a 20-year-old in the closet. So she kicks the 20-year-old out, obviously, and then gets on Snapchat and loses her shit on each and every one of them. So she sends a snap to each and every one of them. Like, I'm coming after you. I'm telling your parents, your parents, your parents, you're all fucking in trouble. And y'all fucking knew what she was doing. You promised me you'd do it, and you didn't fucking do it. And she's cussing and everything else. And so Dr. Phil has her on the show, and there's like a little clip of it on the Facebook page. And I'm like... I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, if I woke up in the middle of the night and I find, like, some floozy in, like, my son's bedroom, like, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. With boys, it's different. With girls, um, I think, I think if I ever woke up in the middle of the night and found a boy in Katie's room, I'd have snapped all the way the fuck out. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not going to blame everybody else for the responsibilities of my daughter. Um, she knew better. She did know better. Absolutely. She knew better. And this mom... This mom She's a little helicopterish. Is blaming everybody else for her child's fucking problem? No, they're not her. It was not her friend's responsibility to be like, "Oh, don't do that." This is a boy. When girls think they're in love, it's a whole different story. Than oh, I know. They go after anyway. it. Yeah. So, ultimately, your daughter has free will. Yeah. Your daughter knows what she's doing. Quit blaming other people for your fucking kids' problems. And beat the fuck out of your kid. <laughs> Just beat that shit because out of your Because I'm kid. telling you right now, if I found, if Katie was 16 and I found a 20-year-old in her closet, first of all, I'm going to let her dad handle the 20-year-old because he's grown. Right. And a rapist. I don't know, though. Four years? Because, I mean, I always dated it, four no, years older than me, though. No, four years is is illegal in the state of I know, but I'm just, I know for at me, 16, my boyfriends are always four years older than if, me. At 16, you're not allowed to date anybody 20 years old. It's considered, if you if you have sex with him, it's considered statutory rape. Is it? Because I thought it was, it's you have the years. consent at 16, There's con, you could do consent at 16. Right, you can consent at 14 in Delaware. Can you? But it's still consent at 14, but it can't be anybody four years older than you. Huh, I don't know, I have to like look it up, but I just thought, I'm like, this woman went crazy but some of the stuff she was doing it just you seemed were, a little were, extra you were dating people four years older than you yeah. in high school yeah when i was 12 i was dating scott kip and he was 16 i was almost 13 he was 16 ew i know what does a 16 year old want with a 13 year old hey i looked a lot older and i wasn't i was like you know girls are more mature that way so i kind of function more like a 16 year old than a 13 year old ew. girls are just way more you know what i mean i was always an old soul that way and I always looked way older. Like, people would always think, you know, now it's funny. I'm like, now I'm 42. And they're like, you don't look 42. Yeah, I never looked my age. Like, yeah, I, was, I always looked older, I but now I look younger. I looked 12. So. <laughs> yeah, you always had, like, more of a baby face. I don't know. Like, everybody always thought I was older than I but was. anyway, I would let the dad take care of the 20-year-old because he can't catch a charge. A, you're in his house. B, you're with his underage daughter. C, beat the fuck out of him. I and know. I'm going to handle my child. 
I would handle my child the correct way. I would first smack the shit out of her, and then I would explain to her why it's wrong. <laughs> and then I would explain to her why she's never going to see the light of day. Right. <laughs> but I've always made Katie own her shit. Yeah, I'm really big about that with the kids. Like, I don't, I don't like the whole victim mentality. It, it's interesting, though, because I remember when I first got separated... And I was kind of on my own. And even, well, actually, even before that, though, it was always like, everybody's doing this to me. And everything's so hard on me. And blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand the concept of having, like, the victim mentality. And you're sort of in charge of your decisions. And, you know, your life is a compilation of the decisions that you make, good, bad, and different. You know, so I learned that afterwards. But it was, those first two years was really hard. It was all about, like, you know, everything's happening to me. And I don't have any control over it. And it was just very hard. And right. You know, I didn't know what to do with that until I kind of, like, you know, I started learning things. Like, I think it was, like, Ayanla Van Thant's book, like, Piece from Broken Pieces or some shit that I, like, read. And it was, like, eye-opening, and it really, like, changed my life. You some hippie shit that's making you, like, I love Ayanla Van Thant, though. Well, you know what? I love thinking of a different way to look at things so your life can be better. And Meanwhile, meanwhile though, when mm-hmm. I'm getting kidded to own her shit, yeah. and I'm not being helicopterish, the bagel store ripped her off a few months ago, and I called the bagel store and ripped them a new ass. Like, I, I'm still protective of my daughter. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, but. Yeah. But when she does, she's in the wrong, I admit it. But when she needs protecting, I don't let her fight her own battles because it's fucking ridiculous. I should. I, I need to start letting her fight her own battles. She's 20 some years old. Otherwise, I'll be 75 years old and she's going to be like 50 something being like, Mom, this guy was mean to me and I'm going to try and beat up her Tinder date. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that part- doesn't work out. Right, I know, they'll say because she's getting married. I don't know. I find that kind of hard, too. Like, it is. It's really, it is hard. Like, uh, Jonathan has um, a little bit of anxiety now, and it's weird, and I have anxiety, and I have, like, you know, terrible times with my anxiety, and sometimes the anxiety gets really bad, and it's, like, agoraphobic, you know, especially when I'm having these gastritis problems I'm having, and now I see it happening with him, and I kind of, like, blame myself, you know what I mean? And because it's I'm like, your fault. I know, and I just monkey feel terrible, right? I know, we call him monkey. monkey. And it makes me sad. But, well, a lot of people have said that it actually is very, very common for them to get that, like, when they hit seventh grade or sixth grade, seventh grade. And that's exactly when it started for him. So, I'm like, maybe it isn't my fault. Hormones are going crazy in him right now. I know. Well, he's like, I don't want. This is completely hormonal based, what he's going through. I hope it is. Because he's got some shit going on. Well, because he's like, I don't. I don't think people will like the way that I sound. And I don't think people are going to like the way I look. And, like, his first day of school. He, like, had was in this class. He had the worst day. He did have the worst day. And he stresses me out because he texts me. He's like, I'm about to flip out and all this other stuff. And I'm like, bowda. And he keeps doing the bruh, bruh. I'm like, I'm not your fucking bruh, first oh, of all. Katie, Katie used to say bruh, and Kira broke her of that habit quick. Which fucking like, is annoying. Like, bruh, bruh, I'm about to flip out. I'm like, first of all, that is not how we say we are about to flip out, okay? But, um... He, like, some girl, like, he had to sit next to, or some girl had to sit next to him. And it went, like, girl, him, girl. And the girl to the left of him was, like, looked at the girl to the right of him and was, like, oh, I feel bad for you. And she, like, laughed at, like, I guess she wanted the friend to sit with her and instead she had to go sit over there. He is so adorable. Like, I love my son to death. And he is so cute and, like, handsome and everything else. And it's, like... It just hurt his feelings so bad. And I just thought, that little fucking bitch. She's fucking glad I'm there. I'm punch that little bitch in her face. Right. That's how I felt. Like, I would never do that. But I'm like, who the fuck are you laughing at like that? Like, I used to go to the Boys and Girls Club because, Katie, remember how bad she used to get bullied? Oh. Like, I would go to the Boys and Girls Club and snap on other people's kids. 
And snap on other people's kids. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you such a little asshole? I know. I'm like, like I can't do that now. He's in high school. He'll be right, like the kid now, the rest of his high school. Right now, remember now my, he's happy. He loves it. But you remember it. my mom came to the high school and like tried to fight the driver's ed teacher for me? No. God. What? It was the day that would go down in infamy. Um. Oh my so god. So, Mr. Bruno. Um. He was our driver's ed teacher. He was a hot mess. He would put his foot on yours on the accelerator to make you go faster. Right. Which was very scary for somebody who'd never driven before. Right. And he terrified me to where I didn't even want to practice driving and my mother would get so upset because she would be trying to teach me and I'm like, no, don't put your foot oh. over here. And she was like, why do you keep saying don't put your foot over here? And I told her what he did. So you had, like, you were traumatized by the driver's I, ed teacher? Yes, because he would, like, he would do that. Like, he would, like, on the gas, and you would be like, and you're like, what the shit? <laughs> because you're doing like five miles an hour, and he's like, speed it up, sister. But he he's terrifying. He's terrifying. <laughs> so I was like, he was tall, right? And skinny, he was and like, kind of lurchy. He was Christopher Walkenish. He was Christopher Walkenish. That's good. I'm glad. Okay, good. That actually really so, does sum it up so pretty he well. Was like I don't understand because you're like acing everything in the class, like all the written exams, all the things you're supposed to do. You're killing. <laughs> but you're a pussy but behind you the wheel. Try it. So, my mother, when she found out that he was putting his foot on mine on the accelerator, like, reaching his foot over the mini, the, like, hump in the middle to do so. Yeah. My mother lost her shit because she's thinking, what if, you know, he gets his foot stuck on mine on the accelerator and, like, we're going towards something and I can't And you stop. can't, and you gotta, cr- and you'll crash. Right. So, my mother is, like, going full blown mo- mother bear. And my mother walked up to Mr. Bruno and stepped on his foot and said, how the fuck do you like it? You got my daughter terrified to fucking drive she because did you want to put your fucking foot on hers when it's on the gas pedal? What the fuck is wrong with you? I should have you fucking fired. Oh my god, did she really? She tore into Bruno. My mother ripped him up one side, down the other, and all the children watched. Oh my god. And then my... I had no idea what was happening. Like, I was you didn't know. all you... the way over. Like in the H building somewhere or something? Right. Oh, my so, God. So, before that happened, the reason why this happened, why my mother knew what happened, was um, he went to put his foot on mine on the accelerator, and I was we were doing a U-turn in the H parking lot, and Harry, remember Harry drove a bus our senior year, and he would park it in the H parking lot. It would be, what? like, backed up towards the breezeway. In the what? He, he, why, yeah, how did he trust us? What? Harry was driving a bus our senior year. Why? Because it was his job. Like How? He he just he had a bus driving job. But how would he pick up kids if he was himself a kid in school? He had a, I don't know, work release? I think he had, like, it was a senior year. He might have got out early because he was a senior. Oh, Harry, you got to let us know because I did not know this about you. Well, next wow. week, as soon as he says this, as soon as yeah, as soon as it pops up, call me. Yeah, call. Please do, because I'm like, wow. He's probably already listened to the one we played that we just posted. I know, but I can't believe that's so crazy. I did not know that. So he goes to put his foot on mine on the accelerator, and I am like fucking flipping out. So I like tore it, and I'm going towards Harry's bus, man. I'm tired of this motherfucker. Mr. Bruno has to use his brake, and that little fucking that (laughs) neon was or whatever it was. I don't think it was a neon. I think it was like a Malibu or it was something like that. that. But that guy was like, Arr! and he was like, get out of the car. And I was so upset that I called my mom and told her what happened. And the next day she fucking flipped out on Bruno and was like, 
what my daughter did might have been wrong, but this is what led her to do it, and fuck you for it. Oh my god. So high school is so crazy because I saw there was another thing I didn't um because it was an it was kind of a little old article now, but a high school teacher got arrested for beating up one of his students because the student owed him money for weed. Be some shit that would have happened with him. No, it wouldn't have. No, no, no. no. Just no. having sex with like one of the students. He didn't have <laughs> sex with any student either. You can't say that. No, I know. I don't really think that it actually happened. But remember, people where there was rumors about him. There was rumors. There was always rumors going around about him because he was young. He was kind of cute. He was was a little flirty. And he he was an amazing teacher. No, he was. But I just want you to know, these are all rumors, but there would always be rumors about him going around the the school. Like you weren't you weren't an ag student. No, I wasn't, but I knew who he was. Right. I was an ag student. Me and Crispy were ag students. Right. The ag students were like a family. Um Schatzberger Lundy, um, Mrs. Ludwig, I think it's her name is Miss, Mrs. Emerson now. Um, all you those, always can remember these people's names. I can all remember these none of them. teachers related on their kids on, with their kids on such a level that kids were able to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to think about how many lives Ferenz and Lundy and Schatzberger and Emerson probably saved because they were such good teachers. Right. That you could speak to them mm-hmm. and joke with them like they were... Like your peer. You, like your peer. Right. But that's exactly why he would have all those rumors going right. on about he, him he, all he over the have, school. He, he probably did have rumors, but none of those rumors were true. Um, He was dating the English teacher for a while. Oh, wow, really? Right. Well, because he was like... He was a ginger. Wasn't he a ginger? Uh-huh, and he was he, a ginger. He was cute. He was very handsome. And he was a little flirty. He And he's, he's handsome to this day. It's funny. Yeah. But, um, when I went back to school all those years ago, his wife was my college English teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, the reason that, you know, the ag hallway was so popular was because these teachers. These were like, they were so teachers, cool to hang they around were, with. You could talk to them about anything. Right. Anything you wanted, and they would not judge you, and they would talk to you, and this is why they were so popular. Right. And I think more to... Dude, more teachers should be like that. Like, that would be nice. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Ferenz, Mr. Schatzberger, Mrs. Emerson, Mr. Lundy. If you happen to listen to this one day, thank you for being those teachers for me. Because without you guys, I don't think I could have made it through high school. Really, I don't know. Oh, you know, I didn't really show up that much. But I don't. I just always thought it was funny. It was always like he was always having an affair with someone. Like that was like the rumors going around. Like he was always messing around with the students or no, whatever it was. It was never the students. Blah, blah, blah. It was, he was juggling two teachers at once. No, I always heard it differently that it was like students and stuff. Oh no, no. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. My my experience was different because you were in it and I wasn't. But then it was always the rumor going around that he was just the shady teacher. You know what I mean? He was cool. Like I've talked to him a couple times or whatever. But when I thought of that, I thought about in my high school, like where would I have been? And I'm like, there was always rumors about him. So I'm like, it reminded me of that. But I mean, not that I know it wasn't true necessarily. But I always remember of be like. He's the one who always had that stuff going but on. But for the record, he did used to let, like, like I, he had that big old Impala, uh-huh. and that big red Impala, and he would, like, toss the keys to Christy to go across the street to Dunkin' Donuts during class, and there had been a couple times where, like, Sonia <laughs> and me would be in the car, or, <laughs> and we would be in that Impala, like, Christy was, Christy was just driving that fucking car to Dunkin' Donuts. See, that's Donuts. inappropriate. It would, yeah, but they That's why they had rumors about him. Things were different back 
back then. No, they were. That that, that wouldn't fly now. Like, I can't even I imagine. Mean, that would so not fly now. Donald Barber find, moms would be coming flying out all over the place. We need to find a way to edit that out. <laughs> no. Uh, we do, because if he's, he's still teaching, and today people are real sensitive. Oh, my God. That was from a million years ago, and I said they were rumors. <laughs> I'm not editing that out because I thought that was the first person I thought of when I read something like that because he had rumors going around on him never that terribly. Rumors. How did you not hear about them? I never heard those rumors. And it was probably because you it was guys probably doing because that kind of I was freaking taking love notes down to the English teacher and handing them to her between classes. It was probably because I knew who he was saying. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. But I don't know. Like, could you because imagine he that? went from the health teacher to the English teacher. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I do think there was, um, I actually had um, like a couple really good teachers in my school, and I'll remember them, like, forever. Like, Mrs. Phipps was, like, I think my third grade teacher or something like that, and I'll always remember her. Like, I loved her to death. And then um, Mr. Habel. Oh, my God. Mr. Habel. He turned my God whole life around. Soul. I loved that man. He screamed at me one time in class, like, in my face so bad and made me cry. And then, like, he was one of those people that was, like, you know, one of the Dead Poets Society or something. They're like, let's turn these things around. It's going to be okay. And, like, he ended up being my favorite teacher in the world. And then I heard that he had, um, you know, passed, you know, some years ago or whatever. Yeah, but he, he did He was pass. my favorite. And it's funny because him and Serena were best friends. And they had, um, they had, like, beach houses in Cape Hatteras together. Oh, really? And things like that. And they would go on vacations. Um... Hable and Serene caught me smoking outside the practice field, and... They can't say shit. They were smoking, too. Because they were smoking. <laughs> and Hable... He would leave during class to go smoke and come back. Hable tapped me on my shoulder one day. They snuck up on the bleachers, and I didn't even see them. And he tapped me on the shoulder, and he said, It'll cost you a cigarette each for us to keep our mouths shut. No! And I, every day... Got a pack of cigarettes and made sure that I paid the bounty. <laughs> because I would come out at a certain time every day and sit on those bleachers. And they would come out and sit on those bleachers. And I would have to hand them each a cigarette. To, oh, my God. To shut them up. And they never said a word. We sat there in silence and smoked our cigarettes. Like, nobody oh my went. God. And I had to. Serena was my teacher. Like, I never had Hable. My sister loved Hable, too. And Hable loved my sister, Carrie. But... I never had them as teachers. I had Serene, but I didn't have Hable. Uh, I had Hable. I loved him. So it was like this unspoken thing that never went mentioned, not in class, anything. Right. And it's so funny because they're like, oh, Serene doesn't like anybody. When they told me I was going to graduate and my teachers had to hurry up and give me finals. Yeah. Um, Mr. Serene, my final question, my final with Mr. Serene was, what's a vowel? What's a verb? What's a noun? Are you serious? And I, I had to just tell him that. And he was like, hey, bye. Bye, get down. So I'm soul. thinking, oh, Serene must have loved me. No. <laughs> him, he did not I love you. I see him a few years later in the, in the shop, right? And he could not find the Snapple that was on sale. And he really wanted the Snapple. And I was walking by and I said, hello, Mr. Serene. And he said, why do you kids think that we want to talk to you after you fucking graduate? <laughs> Oh my god! Are you serious? Like, just leave us the fuck alone. We don't care. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Shut the hell up! That did not happen. <laughs> oh my god! He was, he was just having a temper tantrum because he could not find this iced tea. 
I guess somebody found some some. Like, they were like, get that man some Snapple. Uh-huh. And he looks at me, he goes, oh, Jamie, hi. So I turn around and look at him, I said, what the fuck makes you think we want to talk to teachers after we graduate? <laughs> Drive over to like Baba so he could run in and get a coffee. No, we never had to do anything fun like that. Do that. Yeah. We never had anything fun like that. He was just a dick with me. I don't know. I guess I just did well. I didn't have any issues when I was learning driver's ed whatsoever. Whatever. I guess I was just that kind of person. But whatever. I think Jonathan's going to learn next year, and that's a little scary to me. Like that he's going to be in driver's ed because that's really hard letting your kid run off and you know do some shit. But Jonathan will be okay. But. I worry about, yeah, we'll wrap it up soon, but Area 51 is supposed to be, like, the whole, like, you know, like, they can't get us all, blah, blah, blah. We talked about it before. I think it was, like, episode two or three or whatever. And uh, that's supposed to come up soon. Well, it was canceled because the guy that was involved in it was like, whoa, this just got completely out of control. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to be a part of that. Not to mention he was, like, getting arrested and, like, all this shit happening with him because it was, like, you know, you can't be doing that. You can't be brushing... Like, you know, a military base. Like, that's just out. So, and they're not doing it anymore. So, they're supposed to do, like, an alien con type thing, like, somewhere in Vegas or whatever it was. Well, people are already getting arrested trying to storm Area 51. Like, they didn't get the memo? Yeah, I guess they didn't get the memo. So, <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? So, the Mind Unleashed. I love these. Like, these people, like, always have some kind of weird-ass story. Uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be scheduled for September 20th, and I guess they didn't bother to tell everybody that it was, you know, it's not happening because the situation could get ugly, is what they were saying. So they're like, no, we don't so want to do this. So basically, the government finally contacted this guy and was like, was like you're done. You don't think we have enough ammunition, but we do, and all the Chuck Norris's in the world is not going to stop us from blowing you the fuck up. Oh, that's what they, they're calling it, Firefest 2.0 is what it's supposed to be, and it's being moved somewhere in Las Vegas. Um, the party's being moved to Las Vegas. Um, they're saying it was due to poor, um, I guess, like, you know, poor organization or whatever. But at the, at the end, well, this guy was getting in a lot of fucking trouble for doing this stuff. Like, the right. government was he like, was fuck like, you, fuck you, fuck you, you're not doing it. it. Or you're going to get lost in paperwork and spend the rest of your life in fucking, like, a prison in Guantanamo Bay. Well, it says, even though it was just a joke, like, you know, to storm the military base, it seems that not everyone got the memo that it was just a joke. Two men have already been arrested for trespassing on the Nevada National Security Site, which is a government nuclear facility located 10 miles away from Area 51. The two men, 21-year-old Wilhelmus, Wilhelmus Jacob Sweep and 20-year-old Ties Gronzi, are Dutch YouTubers. Oh, you fucking YouTubers. God dang. It's always They've flown YouTubers. all the way. Fucking YouTubers. YouTubers are like the Florida of the internet. <laughs> They are. They're like, oh, let's go to America. By like, the way, soon me and Danielle will be streaming live, <laughs> streaming our YouTube videos. Yeah, eventually, right? But um, so like they ended up coming over. They tried to, uh, they parked their vehicle three blocks inside the nuclear site. In the car, police found a camera, a laptop, and a drone. It was also noted that the YouTubers had already captured footage from inside the facility. 
Holy fucking shit. I didn't realize that. I didn't even read this all the way. It said, police said that while Ground Zero and Sweep do not understand English perfectly, they should have been able to recognize the threatening no trespassing signs all over the property. If convicted, they could face a maximum sentence of six months in prison, a $500 fine, or both, according to the U.S. Department of Justice. You know what? Get him, Trump Duck. Oh, Jamie got me a Trump Duck. Yeah, we have a Trump Duck. She said, it's, what is it supposed to be? It's for supposed my... to incite anger. It's supposed to incite my anger. <laughs> Were they? <laughs> oh my god. They were tires and like YouTube, like videoing it as they were running over these Trump ducks. I was like, that's ridiculous. I just spent a dollar to get this thing out of the machine. And I, the only reason I got hit was because he was right next to the Carolina Panthers duck I was trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to talk about like people who are like fucking around with our military and our government, this one is just gross and I have to talk about it because she's just so fucking disgusting. But this was from um, the Sacramento Bee. I guess in California, and they just posted this on September the 13th. But there's this anti-vaccine activist. Oh my God, anti-vaxxers, they're the fucking worst. Okay, well, I mean, and the way that they found this actually out about her is they went to her Facebook and they saw that she had posted some things about it or whatever, but that's why they're calling her that. But she um, traveled to the Capitol to just demonstrate on the final day of the legislative year and she threw a menstrual cup with blood at state senators on Friday afternoon, slashing several lawmakers and forcing the lawmakers to finish session in a nearby hearing room. Who fucking does that stuff? First of all, here's the thing. Disgusting. If You're you fucking be, disgusting. If you want to be an activist, be an activist, but don't be that kind of activist. Like, that's as bad as the PETA people, people who throw <clears throat> paint on people who are wearing furs. You know, you might not agree with it, and you can still be an activist for that, but you don't have to be a destructive activist. Like, you know, we don't know what this woman has, what kind of... I know, it's disgusting. Anything, and she is throwing... Like, if you spill blood in a hospital, they can't. They don't just come in and wipe it up. Oh, no, Like, they I have know. to glove up. They, mm-hmm. It's a hazmat area. It is. You are throwing bodily fluids at somebody. You are a disgusting cow, and you need mm-hmm. to be put in jail. And you need to be put in jail for... Something it, it needs to be a felony because Oh yeah, she was. Um her name is Rebecca Lee Delalio. She's forty three. Was arrested on suspicion of felony vandalism, misdemeanor battery, and four other counts related to disrupting official state business. But nothing about the blood spatter that's all over that's the, the vandalism and well, misdemeanor battery. How did they only get her a misdemeanor battery when she threw right, her fucking menstrual blood? Issue. It is. I mean, what if she had fucking like, you know, something else? I mean, I know like even if she threw, if even if she had AIDS or HIV or whatever, like the chances that somebody else would catch it from that is whatever. Right. But there's a lot you, of airborne pathogens in Air blood. pathogens, exactly. That's why, like, you're not allowed to have those tattoo parties. Like, people remember back in the early 2000s, they they had this thing. The tattoo parties were making a big. No, I didn't know that. They used to have these tattoo parties where these tattoo artists would just come to people's house and tattoo things. Mm. Well, you're, there's a reason why you have to. When you're doing tattoos, you have to have everything in a sterile environment and things like mm. that because of bloodborne pathogens. Right. You, you can't just be all willy-nilly and tattoo somebody, like, on the street. Right. So, there's bloodborne pathogens everywhere, and there's people who out there, uh, this lady in particular whose kids are not vaccinated, she's an anti-vaxxer. You, she's putting everybody at risk. Well, and I think she was... Including her kids. Well, I don't know if she has kids or not, but she's, I, it sounds like she was there protesting abortions because she says 
She shouted, dead baby's blood is on your hands. As she was handcuffed and oh, run away. Oh, shit. So this is all about abortion again. If it doesn't I mean, maybe. Like, they actually don't. They never really did release what she said it was. But that's shouting, dead baby's blood is on your hands. So I'm like, okay, what's on your head? Is it abortion that she's talking about? Or was she there for... I mean, it, she doesn't actually say what she was... Here's the thing about abortion. And here's the thing about most things, people. If it doesn't directly affect your life, mind your motherfucking business. That'll never happen. Like, if people who get abortions, they're only affecting their lives. Like, they're not affecting anybody's lives around them. Whatever. Like, don't judge people. You don't know their fucking situations. You don't know anything. Oh, and unless sh- you're willing to adopt all those babies instead of them going into foster home, which is eventually where they're going to go, then y'all need to shut the fuck up. Well, it says that she comes from a family of 11 children, including MMA fighter Sarah Delelio. Delelio herself has seven children, her father said, including a set of triplets. Holy fucking shit. And she said her motives remain unknown, but her father described her as conservative and against abortions and vaccines. Some demonstrators say they believe she was protesting FB24, which would allow abortion pills at California college campuses. Which should be a thing. I don't, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I would want them not, I don't know. I don't, I feel very oddly about that situation. It's hard for me to say what I feel about it anymore, to be honest, and. I don't know. I mean, I want a woman to do what she thinks is best for her, but at the same time, I think it's like we have to take better responsibility. You know what I mean? Like, make better choices. Like, if you know that you can have babies with having sex, like, let's, you know, make sure that we're doing a better job. Like, I think yeah, but that. Yeah, you don't know any of their situations either. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know that situation without, like, getting into anything any further. I don't know each individual situation, but I do know that a lot of it is like, unnecessary. Like, use it as a form of birth control. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of women do use it as a form of birth control. Like, I wouldn't even go that far, but I just think, like, we know that we could do better. You know what I mean? And it's it's unnecessary, but I would never tell you what not to do with your body, and I would never be one of those people. I just hope that we could be, you know, a little more responsible. Does that make sense? Like, I'd rather see more responsible. So, I mean, I don't know, but I don't think you'll ever get, I mean, when it comes to, like, religion and people's moral beliefs and life and all that, like, it's it's always going to be that weird thing. You know, yeah. it's always going to be a, a weird situation on that one. And I don't know that it'll ever, I just, I don't, I don't think I, I'm just different. a firm believer of if it doesn't affect you directly, mind your own fucking business. No, no, no. I like, totally agree. Like, that's I do I'm agree. That. Like if somebody wants to get an abortion, get an abortion. That's none of my business. No, I totally, I'm always going to be on the side of that. I, I definitely agree with you that I will never be like, I would never do like, you know, they, they protest outside of the abortion clinics and all that stuff. And it's already a traumatizing kind of thing. And. You know what I mean? It's like so Those hard. Those people are fucking awful. Those people who are like that pose as escorts and then mm. escort them over to somebody that's going to try and talk them out of it. Oh no, I didn't know that they had that. Yeah, they have people who pose as escorts for the clinic. Oh my god! Wow. Like it's, that's already it's just terrible. so hard. It's there's already so many documentaries a hard situation. on it. And to watch the documentaries, and there's all these states where you can't even get an abortion, and that you've got to right. drive like hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And these clinics are so overflowing with these women that need this this procedure that if you're a few minutes late, they have no choice but to skip you, and you just have to reschedule. Mm-hmm. And then there's only so big of a window right. where it's legal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they get rid of abortion, that it's not going to do anything but cause people to be to have back alley abortions. The only yeah, they thing get doing, creative in order to do it. The only thing sick. they're doing is is making it 
more women are going to die because they're just making safe abortions illegal. Yeah, I mean, I think this woman, though, like, oh God, who the hell throws fucking period blood on people, She's though? Disgusting. It's disgusting. Fuck you, lady. Like, there's, that's just, there's, I don't know, there's nothing anyone could ever say to me that's going to make me change my mind about how disgusting that fucking shit is. That is gross. First of all, if you want to use a menstrual cup, again, that's your problem, your business. Me, I couldn't see myself doing it. Um, I think my sister tried it and said she, it wasn't for her either. I think it's um, like once you finally like realize how to use it, like when you know how to place it, it's not so bad. Right. So apparently it's supposed to just cup over your cervix and catch yeah. the blood, and then you're supposed to pull it out and rinse it. Right. And put it back in. I think so, yeah. But I thought like the... I, I couldn't do it. Like, period. Yeah. I would be like... Bleh. Like, I, I just I don't have right. the stomach for it. Um, but it's, it's more environmentally safe and all that, and good for you if you want to use them. I, it's not for me. Um, but do not take them out and throw your menstrual blood at senators or anybody for that matter. That makes you a disgusting person and you probably shouldn't be alive. I know. We know we can probably end on like a different note if you like. Because this one's like kind of an oldie but a goodie. But it's fucking weird. How long are we? Well, it's like an hour. We'll be done in a second. That way we're just not like leaving on abortion. (laughs) But (laughs) so I'm like that seems like such a a tough thing to like bye bye you know at the end all right bye <laughs> like we do but um this is it's weird and and everybody right now is going out to see it like that's coming out yeah, and that some people way to see it today. yeah your friend's going to see it and um i'm just like oh my god well things that make you go hmm right so on I august 12th that, that was my shit things that make you go ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> all right so six abc posted on monday august the 12th so there's like this weird fucking guy walking around with like a TV on his head and he leaves old TVs on your porch. Like so in the middle of the night, imagine He's like the TV fairy? The TV fairy, but they're old TVs that nobody wants. They're not like, "Oh, here you go, a brand new they're 50 heavy. inch flat screen." They are, but so this guy so Residents living in a Virginia neighborhood woke up to find free televisions on their doorstep. It sounds like a great gift to see the older box sets left at their homes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so weird. So one of the homeowners said he's committed to his trade. That's for sure. So imagine in the middle of the night, your ring starts going off, like the little ring the thing. The little ring camera? Yeah, the little ring camera starts going off or whatever. Or maybe you don't even wake up through it. Maybe you're just a sound sleeper. And the next morning, you're like, oh, my ring went off at 3 a.m. Let's go see what that is. And you see a man walk up onto your porch who's, like, in, like, like a mechanic garb. You know what I mean? Like, he's got, like, a coverall on. And a TV on. on his head. With a TV on his head. Shut the fuck Carrying up. Carrying a little old-ass TV. See him? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So, he's got a TV on his head. And you can't see any part of him at all. So, he's got long coveralls on, like, as if he was a mechanic. And boots and gloves. So, you, you don't know what color he is. Nothing. Or whatever. I mean, and I'm assuming it's got to be a dude, but because they're calling him a man, so I'm assuming it's him. But they literally caught him on camera going to like several whatevers and putting old as these small as TVs that like when we were younger they'd be like on the corner, like in the in the kitchen like, or whatever. Like the one with like the t- little TV and the radio. My girl used to have. Yeah, that like there. little like these she old ass TVs that nobody wants. Watching her soaps in the kitchen. Yeah, he wants to be known as the TV Santa Claus. I don't know. Said the one owner. Do you imagine though? That I'm is like, crazy. Yeah, they have security camera video from multiple neighbors, but think it's only a prank targeting no one in particular. At most, this seems to be more an inconvenience to the community. Yeah, because nobody 
wants that old ass TV. Oh my god, I love these ring videos. Hey guys, if you have a ring, oh yes, and you've we got love those. shit that happens on your ring, and you're like, what the hell? Paranormal, we love that shit. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If something weird, animals humping on your porch, like anything that you think is interesting that has come up in your ring, please. <laughs> Please email them to this to us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. <laughs> um, on that note, we're going to say goodbye because we're going a little over. So, um, you guys, have a great time. Hey, maybe we'll have like 18 followers by next Tell week. your friend. <laughs> Tell your friends. 20 followers is our goal. <laughs> 20 followers. <laughs> and oh, well, that's balls. it for me. Is that it for you, Daniel? Uh, that, that's got to be it for me for today. I'm okay, pretty bye. sure. All right, bye. Bye.